On average, every person makes 396 friendships in their lifetime. However, only one out of every 12 lasts. This means only about 33 of your friendships will last. So what about the other 363? Close friends share about 1% of an identical DNA strand. So what about the people you don't have matching DNA with? Only 53% of the people you consider your friends actually reciprocate the feeling. So what about the other 47%? My name is Zoe Rigoli, and this is my Fake Friends Podcast. Fake friends have become like that of an epidemic in the average public high school. Sometimes they're fake unintentionally, and sometimes they're fake and they know it all too well. There are many indicators to tell if someone is a fake friend or not. Fake friends typically care more about themselves than you, whether it be them only ever talking about their own hardships at the lunch table or griping about all the awful things they've gone through and never giving you a second glance. Another indicator is if they ignore you. Again, they could do this without meaning to, but more often than not, if you keep asking someone to do something for you and they never even turn in your direction, it's a huge sign that your friendship isn't as real as you thought it was. Finally, if your so-called friend claims they'll cause bodily harm to themselves if you stop being their friends with them, then that's an even bigger red flag. There's a chance that they could be making serious statements, but at the same time, if they'd go so far as to hurt themselves, your friendship is probably not healthy. A fake friend is someone who only goes to you when they want something other than friendship. They're conditional. They talk about you behind your back. They always seem to want something from you. They disregard your feelings. They don't accept you, and they make you feel guilty. I'm sure we can all think of one person we would consider a fake friend. And I'm positive every person listening to this is a fake friend to someone else. I decided that not only am I going to list statistics and facts about friendships and fake friendships, but I'm also going to put my friends to the test. I decided to test my friends two different ways. The first way was just to flat out ask them, and the second way was to observe them for 24 hours without them knowing to watch their behavior. I collected a total of 17 audio recordings and four text message responses. In audio recordings, I got nine good responses and eight joking responses. I asked four of my friends to help me collect audio recordings from people I would consider my friends. I'm going to have each of my friends introduce themselves to you. Savannah Palomino. That's Savannah. I've known her for about two years. Guster. That's Guster. I've known them for about a year. Courtney Grimmett. And that's Courtney. I've known her since the first grade. And my friend Patrick also helped, but he didn't want his voice to be on the actual recording other than asking people but I've known him for six years. What's your opinion on Zoe Rigoli? She's a great person. Savannah and I have only recently become friends, but she's so nice. Her response isn't surprising. What's your opinion on Zoe Rigoli? I don't know, she's pretty cool. Thank you. I've known Marcus for about two years, and I'd say him and I are pretty good friends, so his response didn't surprise me. What's your opinion on Zoe Rigoli? She's pretty cool. I've known Nitsi for two years, and her and I are pretty close, so her response didn't surprise me at all. What's your opinion on Zoe Rigoli? 
I'm gonna take the speakers down there, but um, <laughs> I'm not really sure. Um, I like her. She's really nice. She's really pretty, and she helped me with my algebra homework all the time last year. Grace and I have known each other for seven years, so I wasn't too surprised. Besides, she needs all the help she can get in algebra. What's your opinion on Zoe Regoli? We've been friends since first grade, so I guess she's pretty cool. Hannah and I have been best friends for nine years, so her response wasn't surprising at all. What's your opinion on Zoe Regoli? She's pretty alright, I guess. She didn't laugh at my memes, though. Sam and I only met each other recently, so I was kind of surprised by his response. I didn't know he was going to be so nice about it. What's your opinion of Zoe Regoli? She's okay. That's Kinley, and I'm not even surprised by her response. What's your opinion on Zoe Regoli? I think you're pretty nice. Sienna and I have known each other for about four years, although we didn't really become friends until this year. So her response wasn't surprising at all. What's your opinion on Zoe Regoli? I think you're kind of swag. What's your opinion of Zoe Regoli? Um, she's a butthead. Gabe and I only recently became friends, but I'm personally offended by his response. Oh, okay. What's your opinion on Zoe Regoli? My opinion on Zoe Regoli is that she is a really good person, except that I don't really like her as a person. <laughs> Cassandra and I have only been friends for about four months, but her response was relatively nice. What's your opinion on Zoe Regoli? Um, well, <laughs> I don't have one. Gabby and I have only known each other for about a year, but she's a very impartial person. Okay. What's your opinion on Zoe Regoli? She's smart and smells weird. Donovan and I have been friends for about two years, and his response was surprisingly nice. What's your opinion of Zoe Regoli? He was rendered speechless. Michael honestly just didn't want to be in my podcast. What's your opinion on Zoe Regoli? I think you're a bit of a loser. That's Jordan. She calls everybody a loser. What's your opinion on Zoe Regoli? She's a horrible ex-girlfriend. Dana's joking. We never actually dated. What's your opinion on Zoe Regoli? She can get a man, but she can't keep one. Cameron's joking. I think. However, my text message responses were relatively basic. I think you're Satan's spawn, but you're pretty funny and cool. You're literally amazing, and I love you. You're really sweet and cool. You're pretty cool, and I ask myself sometimes, what would Zoe do? And now, an ad from our sponsor. This is the Password Journal. It only opens to your voice. Girls rock. What's up, Sarah? And now you can record your own messages and intruder alerts. Nice try, bro. Boys rule, girls drool. Nice try, bro. Ah. Your secrets are so safe. You can talk about all your fake friends with the included invisible ink pen. So cool. There's even a little secret hiding place. The password journal. Secrets should be secrets, right? Catch you later. Batteries not included. Get one at your local Walmart. And now back to our regularly scheduled program. I concluded from this that no one would be comfortable to tell me their real opinions because it would be uncomfortable and awkward. So I'm moving to step two of my plan. 
It's Monday morning and I'm about to leave for school. I'm going to commence my undercover agent work today. I'm going to observe 17 of the people I talk to on a daily basis and keep track of six categories. Those categories being talking about themselves, not doing a small favor when I ask them, disregarding my problems as insignificant, talking about me behind my back, insulting me to my face, whether they're joking or not, and criticizing my appearance. The day has passed and it's currently Monday evening. I kept a chart of all of my findings throughout the day. I was unable to use four of my 17 subjects because they were absent from school. Everyone on the list ended up with the number one through six, depending on what infractions they made. Anyone with the number one or two are people who pay attention to me and my problems and are relatively good friends. Anyone with a three or four tended to ignore me from time to time to focus on themselves, but I would still consider them a friend. However, Anyone with a five or six completely ignored me to focus on themselves and wouldn't even do something as simple as a favor. After looking over my data, I had six quote-unquote real friends, five decent friends, and two fake friends. I'd assumed that people I've known longer would be realer and my newer friends would have been faker. However, this doesn't look like the case. Two of the people I've known since kindergarten were only decent friends, and someone I've only known for four months ended up getting a one out of six. So this made me wonder, what makes Michael, someone I've only known for two years, a better friend than Ian, whom I've known for nine? A study was conducted in 2016 at the Massachusetts Institution of Technology, or MIT for short. This study took 84 students from a business management class and asked each student how they would rank their classmates on a scale from 0 to 5. 0 meant that the students didn't know each other, 3 meant that the students were friends, and 5 meant the students were very close friends. Once the study was complete, the research showed that only 53% of the feelings were reciprocated. So does this mean that these people I consider my friends don't actually feel the same? If so, it explains how only 46% of my friends are actually people I would now consider real to me. A fake friend is too wrapped up in their own life to care about yours, so why should you care about theirs? A fake friend is toxic and you should cut them out of your life to stop the negativity from spreading. My name is Zoe Rigoli and this is my podcast on fake friends. Thanks for listening. There's 14 different signs of a fake friend. Number one, you only hear from them when they need or want something. Number two, they constantly put you down. Number three, you are their emotional punching bag. They take all their anger and frustration out on you. Number four, they go ballistic if you call them out on poor or hurtful behavior. They get rather defensive. Number five, they disappear when you need them. Number six, You feel like you have to walk on eggshells with them, like any little thing you say or do can hurt them. Number seven, they may tend to fish for information. They pressure you into giving up information you really don't want to give out. Number eight, they don't support you during your battles. They tend to fight on the other side of your wars because they don't care about your personal feelings. Number nine, they only know you on a superficial level. They don't take the time to get to know you and understand you deeply. Number 10, they mostly talk about themselves. Number 11, they can spread rumors and gossip about you and others that you see close. Number 12, they begrudge your success or happiness. Number 13, they will judge your mistakes, failures, and poor judgments harshly. They don't understand constructive criticism.
And number 14, they hold grudges and never forget, and they never let you forget them either.